Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's Zing This. Yes. You got me, Zinger. And I'm Ellie. And we will be having our review mm-hmm. of Spider-Man Homecoming. Yes. But we've got other stuff to talk about first. Okay. So, few things on the table. All right, since we were discussing Marvel to be, I mean, we'll, we'll, we'll discuss more Spider-Man Homecoming momentarily. I've been trying to keep track of what's ha- happening in Secret Empire. So I'm interested, but I kind of want to see where it goes before I really dive too much into it. But there was an interesting thing I found out that happened. Now, Ellie, you, you, you know what's going on with Captain America right now. Mm-hmm. He's technically evil, mind-controlled by Hydra. Right. And trying to, you know, bring down everything. What if I told you he picked up Thor's hammer? Well, my initial thoughts would be that's crazy. Of course, um, just because of the fact that you think it has to be somebody that is, you know, true and honorable and and that sort of thing. So that is kind of crazy to me. Here's the thing. and I want to eventually get to where we can have a discussion on what's going on with Thor and, you know, the female Thor, uh, unworthy Thor, everything that's going on in that, mm-hmm. in that universe and some interesting stuff Jason Aaron's done. But... I think it's interesting because you made the point, you know, it has to be somebody who's, you know, just and right and everything. Right. Well, if, if you don't know what the enchantment is on the hammer, it is whoever holds this hammer, if he slash she, because when right. Foster picked it up, it changed the she, be worthy, shall possess the power of Thor. There is nothing in there that says that the person has to be good of heart or anything like that. It's just saying that they have to be worthy. And Captain America, in his own mind right now, believes that what he is doing is just and a worthy cause. Which I think is something interesting that that they're utilizing the fact that he has lifted and wielded the hammer before. Right. But it's pointing out that the hammer's enchantment doesn't protect it from evil. Anyone who is worthy, it's kind of... It's more of, I guess, in your own mind, too, if you feel you're worthy. Because that's actually... Don't want to get into it here, <laughs> but that's actually why Thor, or Odin's son, mm-hmm. can't wield it in the vaguest sense of that term, is he doesn't think he's worthy. By that recollection, he cannot lift the hammer because of his own, well... Insecurities? Or yeah, we will, we will discuss the... Self-doubt? The, we will discuss <laughs> the, the Thor stuff closer to the movie. I kind of want to have a lead up to the movie. Mm-hmm. talking about what's what's going on with him but but I, I just wanted to i just thought that was cool and it's something to where i think it, it's messing with a lot of people's minds that you know right. wait he's evil and it's like the actually the enchantment doesn't really say you have to be a good guy right it just says you have to be worthy i just wanted to point that one out real quick get get that one out there but another thing that came out recently castlevania yeah on netflix uh, watched most of the first episode, and I mean, it's, it's not that long of a series. It only has four episodes. But it has been renewed for a second season. Yes. So, so kudos to that. Did you, you, you watch some of it, right? Yes. What, what did you think of it, first impressions? Honestly, my first impressions were, I hope this is how they do Witcher. <laughs> I am in agreement with that. I, I am I, definitely in agreement yeah. with that. I, I do like the style. I thought it was really neat, and I could see, um, I could definitely... Uh, you know when you play The Witcher? Yeah. And they have in between oh, the, the, the big little, like, the, animated Yeah, where it's, the, where it's like the picture, but as the picture moves, it sort of moves yeah. the characters. It, it kind of reminded me of that feel mm-hmm. a little bit. Um, not exactly, of course, but 
I don't know. So I, that's what it made me first think of, but I, I really do like the style and I'm, I'm looking forward to watching the whole show. Awesome. I just want to point this out though. Apparently the Assassin's Creed there. there remember, I think we mentioned this way back in mm-hmm. the day, back in who knows what episode, but we mentioned that Assassin's Creed might be getting a TV adaptation. Mm-hmm. Well, apparently the showrunners for Castlevania are the ones that are going to be doing the anime series for Assassin's Creed. Now, okay. does that mean that it's going to be the same art style and everything? Who knows? It's the same right. showrunner, so we assume, but I can see Assassin's Creed in that art style. Mm-hmm. I can see The Witcher. Maybe that's what this whole lineup is, is they're trying to do a video game trifecta right? with it. And I mean, I... I would love to see a full, you know, couple episodes, but if they do four short episodes, I think I would appreciate that to kind of get, you know, a taste of right. Assassin's Creed, of Castlevania, of The Witcher. It, w- it would be a nice little taste for each of them to, to, to test the waters to see what they can do. So, yeah, how well they're received. So, I mean, yeah. I, I know I'd want more, but I'd rather at least get something to, right. to kind of go off of. Mm-hmm. You have something very interesting that that you've been excited about yeah and that you're you're watching right now but we're gonna have to we're gonna be very short on this because they're still coming out for one <laughs> i know and two we have a date already picked out to discuss star wars canon stuff and since mm-hmm. these little well ellie here you you go ahead and explain what this is well we've talked about it before but basically forces of destiny uh, it kind of focuses in on some of the pivotal female characters from the series over the years, uh, whether it is the movies or the Clone Wars, um, you know, and that sort of thing. They are fantastic. There is seven of them out right now. We uh, just finished watching one recently, too. So you have a couple of Princess Leia, a couple of Rey, um, Ahsoka. Ahsoka. Um, Jen just had one. Jen just had one as well. Um, and they're so, they're so, so cool. It, it really starts to dive a little bit more about why these characters are so inspiring, mm-hmm. why, why little girls would look up to them. So it's it's really nice. And other characters are in it too. Like the, the one with Ahsoka, one of them with her had... Um, you know, it had Anakin, Anakin and, in it and Yoda. And Yoda. Yeah, yeah, so it, it's not just just those characters, but it, it's just kind of neat to see this new kind of cutesy, girly mm-hmm. version uh, to try to get more fans to the series. But I really, really, really like them so far. And we will have a more full discussion on those. Yes. Like, like I said, we, we are going to have in between... When we do Return of the Jedi and Force Awakens, we will have a in-canon right. extra content discussion for our Star Wars celebrations. Which, by the way, New Hope will be coming out very soon. Mm-hmm. So keep an eye out for that on your feed. But there is some stuff that we've got tweeted at us as a response yeah. to a thing from that we did earlier for Episode 1. But I will save that. We, we will come back to it. That will be in our, okay. I guess... Um, letters and stuff because we got a review to read we got this to respond to Yay. so we will get to that but finally before we get into discussing spider-man we did go to virginia comic-con yes we, we did. got to talk to the co-creators of the among the willows yes comic which is a western comic and it was a really cool interview we did it on the spot we will have that after our review so definitely tune in for that we actually also this is really cool because we have 
responses from people we've worked with on just seeing that we we talk to them like we haven't even we haven't even shown anything aside from a picture of the cover a picture of their stand and just mentioning that that we discussed it with them and we already have responses from people so we want to make sure to mention those too yeah so we will get to that but first And we're back. And now it's time for us to discuss Spider-Man Homecoming. <gasps> yay, yay, yay! So, it was so fun. So we're going to... Tr- okay, as, as we always do, we're going to try to do non-spoiler stuff first. And then we're yes. going to get into spoiler territory. So... Well, can I just start with... Mm-hmm. Even from the beginning, it hooked me. The theme music... For Spider-Man during the credits. Yeah, yeah, where, where it was like the old school Spider-Man yes. music kind of updated with the Marvel music kind of mixed in. Yeah, and, and it still did the normal Marvel logo with all the images mm-hmm. from Marvel and everything, but it was a Spider-Man song, and it was, yeah. I don't know, it was just really cool to I, see that change. I know a few other people have pointed this out, but I want to say this, it feels like a John Hughes movie, but with superheroes. <laughs> and I'm like, it, it works. I think it I think it does really well. It's a cool, you know, character-driven story, and mm-hmm. I mean, we'll, we'll get into more details once we get to spoiler, but if you haven't seen it yet, definitely go out and see it. It is... It is a great addition to the Marvel Cinematic I, Universe, in my yeah. opinion. I, I think it. I think it's a great. I think they they need a movie like this. Yes. They they need something to kind of have a different perspective, if per se, on I, the world that I think Marvel that exists in. It might be my one of my new favorites. Ooh, bold statement for Spider Man. Um, I guess I. I mean, I'm gonna compare this on the yardstick mm. of other Spider Mans. Yeah. I don't know if it beats out the first two Sam Raimi ones. Yes, the second one. You think it beats out the second one? Yes. Okay. I'm still deciding from the like first. But 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 you like the first one more than the second one for the Sam Raimi movies, correct? I did. Yes. Okay. Which is odd because normally everyone's flipped to where they like <laughs> the second one more. Yeah, I like the first one. I really do. But it, it's it's one of those movies. I think they do a great job casting. I think the. Um, which Holland one are you did, talking about? Oh, no, we're, 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 we're back on, on oh, Homecoming. Okay, I just want to make sure we're on the same. Sorry, sorry, we're, we're back on Homecoming. Yes. I think it did a great job with casting. I think that it exists enough. It, it very much exists in the Marvel Universe and uses mm-hmm. a lot of stuff from that, but I, I, I want to say it doesn't rely too heavily on it. And I'm going to say this now because this is a worry I had. This is not Iron Man 4. Right. I, I want to say that I for anyone who's not too. who's not who's going to see it who's like yeah. oh man it's going to be Tony Stark all over the place he's in there as much as he needs to be if that makes any sense right and even then it's kind of he he has a very interesting kind of dynamic with Peter mm-hmm. but it's definitely the the world of Marvel that we have seen through the movies is definitely a very present thing in the movie mm-hmm. well and he. Well, yeah, because one of the beginning scenes, and I don't really think this is like, oh this gosh, isn't, yeah. spoiler, but it, they're doing cleanup. From the Battle of New York. Yes, exactly. From Loki's invasion. Right, so they clearly make sure that you understand and realize it's in the same universe. And then also it has a lot of stuff where it shows the events of Civil War, but from his point of view, which mm-hmm. was really funny, actually, to, to see Can Can we the break events. down the home video section? Yes, because that was hilarious. Yeah, that's 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 very close to the beginning, so that's I don't think that's yes. a spoiler, but that's kind of him. Expo- 
<laughs> you sort of being introduced to the character of Peter through him taking these little videos He's, yes. of the events of Civil War. Like, you see it from his perspective. Well, he, from him leaving to get on a plane to yeah. go over there to what happens there. To and, during the battle. And yes. it's really funny because he, like, he tries to set up his phone to where it can take a video of mm-hmm. the battle and <laughs> it falls over. <laughs> so you, you get bits and pieces. But it's really cool because if you watch that and compare it to the movie... Like it, it, it right. is. It is like it, it's. It's not like they kind of slapped it together. It is like you're seeing events from the movie, but just from a different angle. Right. So I and, think. And this really played into the fact that he's a teenager. I mean, if you know when. I, that's one thing. Yes, I, that, that I, I agree with you. Yeah. The, the teenager thing is very present here. He feels like a teenager. He acts like a teenager because he is a teenager. He's not some. 20 something acting like they're a teenager and that happens a lot it, 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 so it does it, it, it does let's it does, make but. sure we point out that we're not knocking that because you no. know it, it is a common thing for people that are older to play high school students um but it he he really gave me the feeling that he is a teenager yes. he's anxious he's excited he's moody he's that this particular movie just really uh, makes me feel like he actually is in high school and he you know is experiencing things and he's he's so excitable mm-hmm. but then he's so upset at this like he his mood swings change yeah like they should at that age yeah. and he's really looking for acceptance and you know from that whole the tony and him relationship yes uh, kind of how you were mentioning earlier and the fact that he is uh, Tony's kind of like a father figure to him, and mm-hmm. and he's worried about him trying to do stuff too fast, and you know, yeah, with the training wheels protocol yes. and stuff, you'll you'll find out. But um, I just wanted to mention that that's what I really really loved about this movie is it was it, true it, to it the felt age. like a it felt like a teen com it felt like a team rom com sort of, mm-hmm. but some people had superpowers, right? I guess let's let's do this real quick so we can get the spoilers because I know that we both have stuff <laughs> we want to discuss. We've kind of already discussed Spider-Man as, right. as a character and everything. So we I'm love gonna, him. So I'm, I'm going to skip that, but let's bullet point his um, his suit. Awesome. I love the colors. I really love the suit later, but I won't mention it that you see at, near the I, end. I, <laughs> I don't know if that's considered a spoiler. I'm, I'm not going to say, okay, here, here's the thing. <laughs> there is a certain number of suits, but I'm not yeah. going to disclose at this point what number of suits there are in the movie that, that he wears or has. But yes, I love the I love all the suits. All right, I thought they villain. were well done. Villains, I guess. Well, there what are... about you? You didn't say anything. Oh, I, I enjoyed <laughs> the suit. I, I really like the fact that it is... Uh, I don't want to complain about this because I kind of feel like I'm... I, it's very Iron Man-y. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, but he's the one that made. But it for at him. the same time, it's not super Iron Manny, right? Per se, I I think it works for what it is, and it's kind of a cool way of him sort of learning how to do stuff, right? And it made some really good comedic <clears throat> sections yes. later with the inside. Y- yes, voice. <laughs> yes. Um, so villain, yeah. villains and villains, because there are multiple villains. We're not going to mention. I guess I don't want to mention the one set tour and spoilers. But the okay, let's vulture. Okay, Vulture. I was going to say, okay. that was the one I was going to... The main... Yeah. The one... Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I almost had this spoiled for me, so I don't want to spoil it for somebody else. It's not a big thing, but I would have... Right. I wouldn't have been angry. It just would have been like, I, I thought it was cool the way they did it. So... Okay. Everyone knows Vulture's in it, so let's go Vulture. Vulture. Um, I thought he did a great job. Mm-hmm. And uh, the, the, 
the different the, the the wings yes really cool yes the way he just kind of walked out and walked back into them they were very yeah how he seamless. can how he can yeah how he can unclip himself for a moment is yeah. really cool um and and later on when you you find out some stuff like i said probably more spoiler area uh i thought it fit it melded well into the story uh you know of, of how you find out how he's involved and related and all that um i thought it was funny i know the first time i when i realized that he was going to be the villain and vulture i thought of his role in birdman yes yes <laughs> so that was kind of kind of funny but um i i, I liked his portrayal from, as bird, from batman to birdman to vulture man <laughs> jeez pick a bird or a thing that pick flies a, pick a flying thing <laughs> yes exactly but i liked him I, I i will agree with that i did enjoy it um i think i wouldn't discuss that more in spoilers yeah. my extent of my enjoyment of that character mm-hmm. so i guess next thing is supporting cast kind of you know the kids at school stuff like that i i, I really enjoyed I'm, I'm gonna go first on this one so sure. I, I really enjoyed the the, the the kids that he had around him and everything i thought that it was very well done um there is one scene i his one friend wants to be the guy in the chair Ned is my hero. And, I, and, and here's here's the thing. Oh I don't. I, I wanted to kind of say this with Swarovski, but it's not. There's just a point where he says, "I want to be the guy in the chair," and Peter <laughs> honestly responds to him with, "What? What? What do you mean?" And he's like, "You, you know, the the guy in the chair with the, with the computers." And I'm like, <laughs> "Oh my gosh, I know exactly." I, I'm like envisioning every yeah. hero or every movie where where there is that guy in the chair, and I'm like. Has I've the headset nev- on? Yeah, and I've never heard it referred to that way for some reason. I'm like genius. <laughs> yeah, no, I I love Ned. Ned is just once again really really doing a good job of of giving that feeling that they're in high school. I yes. mean, he was so excited. And he's like, "Oh my gosh, I want to tell everybody." Yeah. And, and and just seeing it was just By the ex- way, that's not a spoiler that Ned knows. It was revealed in a <laughs> trailer and tv spot so Sorry, i'm not very good at this <laughs> so I, I'm, I'm just saying that's not a spoiler um and and just his um it was just as much fun to watch his journey through it as peter's if that makes sense like it was really fun to see you have a good point and i think i'm going to mention this before we jump into spoilers okay this is not an origin story no it's not it's not they do a good job of kind of filling in a few blanks here and there, but it is not another origin story, which mm-hmm. I'm kind of glad they did I it this way. I was very happy about I, that. I, I'm, I'm, I'm very, I think that's a very positive thing. I mean, I know Spider-Man's story, so you can kind of jump in with me at any point. I'm good, but I, I well, like the way they did it because they, they did a, they, they cut out an origin story, but they had it sort of feel like you were still getting to learn who the character was. Well, there were conversations between him and Ned. To where Which, those were great. Yeah, they kind of had the... It was their way of kind of filling in. Yeah. Well, how do you have this? I got bit by a spider. Blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. What can the... You know, it, it was it was great to hear the, the back and forth between them. So that would fill people in. Also, one more thing I want to mention before we get into spoilers. I do like that he... The way he's able to use how he sticks to walls and stuff. Mm-hmm. I, th- I think that they, they, they really did a good job of utilizing that. Because he, like, uses his foot to, like stick to something and pull like the window cl- like he's he's right. very aware of his surroundings mm-hmm. to to be able to move kind of fluidly th- through them right so all right spoiler time I, th- I think we're good on spoiler time now so if you haven't seen the movie yet go see it if you have seen the movie 
stay and listen. If you don't care about spoilers, stay and listen. But we're into spoilers now, so I guess... Hmm, how do I want to start this one off? Uh, the vulture's the dad of one of the of the girl he has a crush on in school, and you find that out, and it's an awesome scene. I think that that was it was so amazingly t- it 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 you <laughs> felt awkward. You no, felt yeah. awkward as an you're audience like, member sitting there. You're sitting there going, oh. Oh no! <laughs> they they do a really what? good job with with that reveal that the vulture actually yes. is um, the chick that he has a crush on's father and everything, right. and he figures out that he's Spider Man pretty easily, actually. Yeah, I did not. Well, it's I mean, one of those. I guess he's kind of spooked as a villain, anyways, and stuff. And I mean, think about it. He's had this Spider Guy kind of hanging around and everything. Well, it doesn't help that the daughter in the car ride over was like, oh, wasn't it funny that you weren't there, but you were? What about this place? Remember, you were only there for five minutes. So, I mean. Okay, sorry. This this is going to jump around. This is something we want to talk about in the non-spoiler section, but we decided that it might spoil some stuff. We're going to put a pin in in the villain thing real quick. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm sorry to do this, people, but... (laughs) There was never, I don't think they ever said the great power, great response, with great power comes great responsibility, but it was shown. And I know that there's some other reviews that have said, you know, Spider-Man's a character that kind of suffers and kind of, you know, has, you know, down on his luck. I think they did a good job in this because he was somebody who, he, through actions in the movie, he had opportunities to be a normal kid, like to go to a party, or he, he, he was at a party and he was about to, you know, have fun at a party, but then he saw something happen, and he felt the need to, as a superhero, he had to go. It, it was his responsibility to go do this. So it was kind of he was losing out on the experiences of being a kid. I think during certain times in this movie, which is the p- poor Peter in that in that aspect right. for me, and I think that that worked a lot better than you know killing off a ton of people and being like he's sad because of that. I think it worked better as you feel bad for him because he's trying to be a he's really trying to be a hero he's trying to live up to stark he's trying to live up to the avengers and i mean i don't i don't know if you if you got the same thing out of that yeah um yeah we kind of talked about it after we saw the movie mm-hmm. um and yeah it's it's just i got what really got me was when they were at the pool yeah and they were getting ready to just be kids and go jump in the pool even though it was closed and in in the the girl that he's interested in you know he was like this really means a lot to you doesn't it and he's so torn like you can yeah. see how torn he is he really wants to not disappoint his friends but he feels like he has a duty he has to do this and so you, you really did feel bad for him in that aspect so yeah I, I do agree with you and also i thought that it was interesting that the villain was an effect of sorry i'm i'm jumping back to the villain now i mm-hmm. just wanted to get get that thing out about like the the poor peter things a lot of people you know spider-man's story is kind of one of he can never i guess truly win mm-hmm. in the end he he has to he's one who has to kind of suffer but yeah we just wanted to discuss you know the poor peter thing that that he's someone who can never win like full i mean he'll he'll, he'll beat the bad guy but it's at like a cost where he missed an opportunity to go on a date with a girl or you know he couldn't get into like it, it's just just he always seems to be down on his luck with something and i thought they did a good job with this of not of doing it very subtly but i, I also want to say that there is so many I, i'm i'm sorry i'm jumping around there's so many references to 
characters to like the scorpion is mm-hmm. definitely is, is a character in there there is miles morales is mentioned by donald glover character is me- mentions that that he has a nephew mm-hmm. and if you know who his character is then you know that miles morales is that right that character also having the shocker and shockers since there was two of them that's that's the villain i didn't want to mention because i didn't know that there was going to be i knew that there was going to be a shocker but i didn't know that there was going to be two so that's why I wanted to save it for spoilers because when it was referred to as plural, I was either like, oh, there's going to be a gang of them. But then when the one guy in the movie was kind of designated as the shocker, I'm mm-hmm. like, well, something's going to happen to him, obviously. Yeah. So I kind of figured that, that, that there was something going on. But the, the villains, though, these all, all these villains, I just want to point this out, are directly affected by the events of the Avengers. The Avengers caused another villain, caused these villains to basically come about because, I mean, yeah, they they caused all this damage and everything, but Stark kind of took the contract from them to help clean up, and that's what their whole thing was was to get well, back. Well, they were going to lose everything. Yeah, I mean, this the the. So you kind of feel sorry for them at first, but then, I guess it flips. The Vulture, you know, this is his construction company. And he promised all these people jobs. Yeah. You know, and he would have he lost trucks. his house and yeah. everything. And so he he felt like he was in a corner. He had to do this. Mm-hmm. You know, so. But I, I wanted to go back to the, um, when you're talking about all the just different mentions and stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry. We weren't jumping around with this. But this was such a fun movie that yeah. there's so many different references and stuff. So go ahead. Um, but you know, stuff like in the classroom, you had pointed out, um, and I wouldn't have even noticed it, you know, as quickly as it was, but, um, like when they were in the classroom, there was mm-hmm. a picture of Bruce Banner up on the wall. Yes. There's a wall of like different scientists, yeah. like Einstein and all these other ones. And then Bruce Banner is one of them too. <laughs> so that is so, so that's, cool. So that's a cool reference. Yes. There's also the bank robbers wearing the mask and everything. Oh my if gosh. you noticed, if you noticed, so he took Thor's, the guy who had Thor's mask on and punched the Hulk with it. Yes. So that, that was a nice reference there. And, I just just got a question for you. So you unfreeze a World War Two like iconic hero. What's something you're gonna do with him as soon as you unfreeze him? Are you gonna make him film a ton of PSAs for kids at school? Well, duh. Because those were great. Yes. All I... of them, including including the one at the end of the movie. The 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 one where they're in the gym. Yeah. And um, the, the, like, sly, under-his-breath comment the gym teacher makes. Oh, yeah, where, where he's like, yeah, he's probably a war criminal now. <laughs> that was so funny. I just, um, and are we going to talk about the after credits? Yeah, I just said, I'm like, yeah. even the one after the credits. Yeah, so the, um, it was great the way he kind of just, you know, made fun of everybody that was yeah. sitting in the audience and said, oh, aren't you disappointed that you're still sitting here? Yeah. This is what you got. <laughs> no, I mean, they, they had the one for where he was in detention. Yes. And then there was there was a vague one. I think they were still going where he was talking about his body changing. And he goes, I know something about that. And I'm like, <laughs> these are priceless because it's it, it makes the, the Marvel Universe feel more lived in that they would have. Yes someone on that kind of pair like like a hero like that doing these cheesy things well and and i I, can we talk about the suit now okay yes we can talk about all the spider-man outfits oh my gosh so first off the his homemade one is reminiscent (laughs) of ben riley's 
the Scarlet Spider. Yes, it was It was pretty cool. So I just wanted to point that one out real yeah. quick. So there's that one. Mm-hmm. Then we, of course, have the one that Stark made, yes. which was phenomenal. And it was really great the way they um, were talking about. So, so basically, Stark had put a program in place to where he couldn't access but only certain parts of the suit yes. until he felt he was ready. Yes, because there was like little training things he had to go through. The apparently, training wheel program. Well, no, it was pointed out that when when he unlocks it, that they that it's like, oh, congratulations, you've completed all blah 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 blah. Right. Training modules, and I'm like, what? <laughs> and and it was really funny because there's a scene where he it gets um hacked. Yeah. So he has access to the whole kit and caboodle for his suit, and he has no idea what he's doing. It doesn't it say there's like three hundred and some different combos. It's some ridiculous amount yeah. of different web, just web shooter combos. Right, exactly. That he can use. And and just seeing him like try to and every time he tries to do something or if there's an enemy around, the suit automatically wants to do like kill mode. Yeah, and it, it, the the <laughs> eyes go narrow yes. and they turn red. It's I. I'm sorry. I wish there was a payoff to that joke at some point oh, or it would man. have revealed what exactly the kill mode know. was. I kind of like it the way it was. It kept it, it, kept it uh, mysterious. Well, it was pretty cool. And then, of course, near the mm-hmm. end of the movie when, um, you know, Stark is talking to him and he and offers him something. I don't know if we're going to go into all that or not. But um, Well, I wanted to talk about the whole Stark and him dynamic since okay. we're into spoilers and everything. Um, I really love that suit. That suit yes. was gorgeous. It's it's very reminiscent of the Iron Spider from Civil War, but not it's it's still the same spider color. But if mm-hmm. you look, the spider had like gold. Yes, it, it looked very gold. gold yeah, gold yes. accents. So it looked very reminiscent of the kind of Iron Spider mixed with his regular outfit. It was very very cool. But it, I, and and that and that 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 scene at the end where it was like, oh, this 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 was just the test. It was just the test, and then there was actually a crowd of people there right. waiting for him to reveal himself yes. and everything, <laughs> and announce him as an official adventure. But that's but that's the thing. I mean, he, he wanted in the end to stay on the ground. Mm-hmm. He wanted to be you know the the small time hero and everything because right. he felt like he could do a better job as that. And he didn't want to give up on, you know, because he was, like, skipping class and everything. And, by the way, fun fact, the principal is the great-grandson of one of the Howling Commandos from Captain America. Oh, wow. If you looked in the background, there's a picture of his grandfather, great-grandfather. Okay. I can't remember. I think it's great-grandfather. His relative who was the Howling Commando. Okay. Well, and I have a question. Well, I actually have a couple questions for you. All right. Um, But the, the first question is... What did you think of um, MJ? Like, I what thought did that you that think was a of nice them kind of flashing in some stuff there that's a little different than? What I thought that was with. a nice touch that her initials and she she points out that she goes by MJ. Mm-hmm. Thought that was a nice touch. Am I upset that it's not the character from the comics? I'm at this point. I'm like, you know what? Do whatever you want. It, mm-hmm. it makes it makes it more interesting that way. Plus, another review pointed out that that might not be the MJ. Okay. That there could be a few people that go by that name, technically. Like, there could be an actual... But I'm like, you know what? I kind of don't want them to do that. I don't. I'd rather them just have it be her. Because I, th- I think that, that her character and everything was fun to have. And, and you know, she was sarcastic. She she obviously had a thing for Peter, though. Right. Because she, she mentioned something a few times here and there where they 
are like, wait, what? And she clearly is smart. Yes, like MJ very smart. is. So they can't. I think what they might do, um, just it if, we're been, gonna, if we're going to theorize, if we're going to theorize for a minute, I think what they might do possibly is. Um, you know how teenagers go through these periods of self-discovery, this and that. Yeah, so, yeah, I mean, I can, I can see them kind of in the next movie, you know, oh, and she dyes her hair red. Or, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I can see you that. You know what? I don't, I don't I mean, uh, I mean, you know, I don't care, but I'm just I, saying that's There is one complaint I have about her. Okay. I wish when, when he was walking off after she, like, grown, she said, well, what, what are you doing, Peter? Like she had, she had said, "Go get him, Tiger," or something like that. It would have been a nice touch, as like a definite, like little. Yes, that is definitely. Right. But maybe they they didn't want to do that. Right. They, they didn't want to go that far with it. And can we talk about Aunt May for a minute? <sighs> <laughs> I have to. I'm sorry. Go for it. Okay. Um, sorry, I already know this is going. So <laughs> I apologize. So I'm all for beautiful women mm-hmm. and and all that stuff. Uh, as people that know me, uh, know that I love grim fairy tale and I collect it because I just think the artwork's gorgeous. So I have no problem with with women and and all this stuff. But I just the Aunt May thing it just bothers me. I can deal with a lot of the other stuff in the movie. I think it's a great fresh new take. I really do. But I just have a hard time with the whole aunt may and how she's portrayed in this like in this movie and you know what i'm saying yeah it's just it's it's cool if you like it cool i have no problem with you liking it i just for me personally i i I just i can't get on board with it i think it's cheesy and you know and the whole you know Oh, I I know something's been up with you, and and you know. Oh, and the end of the no, yeah, the, the, the end of the movie. What the? <laughs> yeah, that no, that was cool. I did like that because that's how I would react. I'd be like, "What the?" Bleep? Right. Okay. But, but when he well, like, do, well, do we need to explain what that? No, no, never mind. No. Never mind. Go, go ahead. Sorry. Um, <laughs> but my thing is like, she is supposed to still be his caretaker. Yes. Right. Um. And so I expect a little bit more, like, the one part where he's been gone, she doesn't know where he was, she's been calling, blah, blah, He walks in, and she says, like, two things to him, and they're like, oh, just kidding, we're going to move on now. Like, I just, I just don't like the way they portray her as she's just so laxed that it's just, I don't know. I just, I don't like the dynamic. But she's the cool guardian for him. Yeah, of course she is. In my defense, the cool hot guardian. In my defense, I I understand why they, why they're doing a younger version of her. They they kind of want to make sure that it's departed enough from the other ones. Right. I mean, I know why uh, they're doing it. I just don't care for it. As for I'm I'm like it's she she's there for what she needs to be. I think. I mean, I I I, I completely understand where you're coming from. Well, but at the same just... time, she's supposed to be slightly younger in, like, the Ultimate Universe and stuff mm-hmm. like that, too, so. Yeah, I mean, I know why they're doing it. Yeah. I, I, I get it. It's just, like, every time, every single reference, oh, hot, hot. You know, they go to the restaurant, and he gives her free food because he thinks she's hot. I like, guess it was just... just an ongoing joke that they, they wanted to do that apparently you just weren't on board for. I didn't care. So, in that on that regard, <laughs> if anyone else was not on board for this joke, please comment. <laughs> I want and my if you were for this jo- And if you were for this joke, please comment. <laughs> Just tell me to calm down. <laughs> there you go. Don't don't 
don't don't tell her to get more excited. It's it's hard I, to it's, yeah, it's, it's hard to rearrange sometimes. It is hard people. to contain me. But I had one more thing. Okay. I kind of wanted to talk about just what were and I can go first just to give you an example. Mm-hmm. But I just want to talk about like what were a couple moments in the movie that you just absolutely loved? Okay. Um I'm going to say number 1 had nothing to do with any of the characters. It was the two kids that were doing the high school TV show. You know how like and oh, <laughs> It was so cheesy. Well, they had a couple things they did. But the one in particular was the homecoming. There you know, they show the big banners homecoming yeah. is is around the corner blah blah blah. <laughs> and the the guy, it was a guy and a girl that was doing the TV high school network mm-hmm. thing and he goes and asks her to homecoming like on the tv show and it was just so awkward and that was another reason is there was just so many parts of this movie that was just great to kind of really make sure you understood you know they're in high school they're in high school (laughs) but this was classic it was so funny and then the second one is one of the times where he goes after the bad guys and this and that (laughs) <laughs> and he's swinging through the te- through the you know the city and the buildings, and then he gets to a part where it's this big open park. No, that's no, that's when he's trying to get to him, and that was one of my favorite moments too, because I always wonder what happens if Spider Man just doesn't oh, have any buildings around. It was so awesome, guys. Seriously, it you just see him and he's running because he's like, oh crap, <laughs> there's nothing I can attach onto, and and they just show him like come kind of like from far away yeah, just right. running down this field and he's like because <sighs> he's not used to doing that it, it, that was great i thought that was a fantastic i i, I agree <laughs> with you that that would definitely be with me in mind um really quick on the stark stuff since we are i i thought their whole dynamic was good i yeah i like the amount stark was in it that that he i don't know if it was on purpose that he was playing distant but it was pointed out later in the movie that he did know everything that was going on with him he was paying attention mm-hmm. he just wasn't like on top of the situation every single second. Well, he was probably giving him some space, yeah, like, to make his own decisions. Exactly, because he did point out, you know, the the woman with the chiro and everything. Like that was yes. something that, that 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 he got. And even Peter, when he was saying it to him, he's like, "Why did I even mention that?" And it, I, I just felt that that dynamic was interesting to see that, and I think it kind of redeems Stark's character maybe a little bit from the events of Civil War to show that you know maybe he was. That he is trying after the events of Civil War to not, you know, make the same mistakes that, right. that, that they did to lead him to those actions, to what mm-hmm. happened there. Yeah. So, I, I like that. I, I like the, like, like I said, Iron Man was in there just enough to where it was, I think, d- well done. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, my, 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 only, my only nitpick is there was not very much web slinging, in my opinion. There, it's 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 in there, but by comparison to the other movies, it's very laxed. Which I mean, I'm not against, but it, he's still learning how to be Spider Man, and I guess I'm kind of mm-hmm. I'm, I'm I'm kind of playing both ways here because when you did see him web slinging earlier in the movie, and he just slammed straight into the ground, like he's still learning how to do right. a lot of this stuff, and he's not really in super big air. He's not like in the city. I kind of disagree city. with you. You, you you thought there was a, a good a bit of web swinging? Mm-hmm. Um, there is the section where he majorly screws up with the cruise ship. There's tons. Uh, yeah, I. Uh, but I'm just saying. Then there's the part where he is at the gas station. 
um, where he keeps trying to do different things when he's well, in no, the I warehouse. Well, no, I meant like, like him, him traveling, web swinging, traveling around. Because well, the, the other movies seem, seem to have a good bit of that. But that's, that's, that's the thing. Maybe this movie had to take that stuff out to progress the story. Because, I mean, mm-hmm. it's not super interesting they, to see him. They focus more on his um, using just the yeah. like, web shots But like, like I like said, he's, he's, in, he's in a smaller area. He's not in the big, big city. So they probably didn't have as much of it shown. Yeah. I mean, he can obviously do it. So... Yeah, that's that's my only critique is I would have liked a little bit more web slinging, personally. Swinging or slinging? Swinging, swinging. Okay, because it sounds like you're saying slinging. Oh, slinging! No, there was plenty that's of that. That's why I disagreed with you because I was like, there was tons of web slinging. What are you talking about? No, there there was, and it showed off the different okay. you know web web combos he can do, okay. which which I that that was you cool. Now. But like I said, yes. his swinging from building to building Thank was you. something that 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 was lax. But okay. that's by comparison to the other movies right. too. So, okay. so yeah, but. No, I, I, like I said, overall, I think this is a great addition to the to the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and I definitely am very excited to see where they go with it because it it it's still a superhero movie, but it's enough. It's different enough that it kind of is a very much like I said, a teenage rom com, which is really I think fun because they they I think they they nail both those a superhero and a teenage kind of um, up and coming story too. Mm-hmm. So. Yep. Any last thoughts, Ellie? No. I, yeah, I overall absolutely love it. I can't wait till it comes out on Blu-ray and watch it again. And I can't wait for the kids to see it. I think it's great. All right, we're back. So, final thing we're going to discuss. Well, we, we got some, we got some stuff to read. Mm-hmm. Some comments, some reviews, but we first, we, we promised Among the Willows. Yes. So, got to talk with them. Mm-hmm. I, I have the sound bite of that, so we're going to take a quick listen to that, so roll the tape. Alright, I'm at Virginia Comic Con right now, and we are going to be doing a quick interview with the writers and creators of Among the Willows. If you guys just want to state your names for our fans and everything. I'm Adam Metters. I'm Sam Romesburg. And why don't you guys go over real quick just, you know, what your comic's about and where, you know, what got you guys started on this? Uh, so our comic is about, or basically what, what, what we wanted to accomplish with our comic book is tell your, your classic, uh, true to the roots of the genre, uh, Western tale. It's, it's like right now in, in, in the Western genre, there's a lot of tie-ins with other genres like there'll be like a western fantasy a western sci-fi a western horror story which is all very cool but we we wanted to tell something that like we haven't really seen in a while which is like your old you know tombstone unforgiven hell on wheels kind kind of story so um our our first book our our, our book as a whole is about uh two childhood best friends with a very troubled past that that they choose to to run away from as, as, as children our first book picks up with them as adults living in Western Texas, seen as these like uh, these these badasses that keep all the uh, trouble out of town. When all of a sudden a new threat rolls in to town, bringing in a piece of their past that they tried so hard to run away from. So that's uh, the, yeah, and they, and the, the the series really picks up from there. Yeah. We uh, one one thing we really like about uh, comic like comic books we love always have like. Uh, 
long twists and like built up backstory and whatnot. So it's big, big yeah. shocking things. People showing up where where you, where you 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 don't expect them. Things happening when you don't expect them to happen. Exactly. And, yeah. Yeah. Our, the, the the uh, story really picks up like it really hits the ground running. Yeah. Where would be the best place for you know our listeners and fans to find you guys if they want to learn more about you? <laughs> uh, Facebook. Uh, we're on Facebook at uh, Among the Willows Comic and uh, Instagram at uh, ATW Comic and then uh, Store Envy. Our Store Envy is Among the Willows Store Envy, uh, comma Sin. Oh, I should say dot com. Yeah, dot com. It's dot com. <laughs> I wrote, I had typo. <laughs> but yeah. Awesome. Well, well, thank you guys very much. Um, I, I definitely, you know, am going to be picking up the first two issues. So awesome. I, I would recommend our fans to do that. They gave you where to find them. So definitely check them out. That was my discussion at them at Virginia Comic Con. That was with Adam and Sam, who are the writers and creators, co-creators of Among the Willows. We got the first two issues of it. And yep. actually... If I'm remembering correctly, you are listening to this on July 10th. July 10th is also when you can pre-order Volume 3, when they start taking orders. So you are listening to this. If you are listening to it the day it comes out, you are able to do a pre-order on Volume 3. I mean, on Issue 3. Issue 3. My bad. Issue 3. It was really fun to talk to them. They were great guys. I really thoroughly enjoyed, like I said, discussing stuff with them. Um, Ellie, before we went there, you were very much wanting to check them out and everything. Yes. Well, I love Westerns. Mm -hmm. Um, I think they're great. And I just, I was drawn to the art style. I I really liked the colors and and just the way it was drawn. And so I was really excited when I found out that they were going to be at Virginia Comic Con. And hopefully we could, you know, pick up the issues and and kind of go from there. So I, I was stoked to be able to, to talk to them and see them. They're really great guys, very down to earth. So, All right. So just a behind the scenes thing real quick, because yes. I actually have some feedback already from us just yeah. posting stuff earlier today. We normally post the little collage photo at around mm-hmm. uh, noonish on Sunday. Yes. And we already had a comment from David Ginsburg, uh, Tales from the Fandom. Mm-hmm. Had actually commented on it going. Among the Willows has a nice art design, which I cannot agree more with. Which he would, I mean, it, it, we do do we did a good job of the picture in the background, but he had to have checked that out. Yes. So, so awesome that, that we had him checking it out. And Phil, who was just on, on our recent episode discussing the Umbrella Academy. Yeah. Also had a comment, which I thought was awesome. Like this, like, like I said, this is very quickly. Yeah, and, and um, Phil said, just check the artwork synopsis on this story, and I am immediately intrigued. Well, which, hopefully, yeah. hopefully, Phil, after our discussion on it, after the interview you listened to, hopefully you and David, this is something you'll check out. And as for everyone else listening to, definitely check them out. Like, like I said, they are they are very, very um, up and coming and everything, mm-hmm. so we, we wanted to talk to them, and, it, and, they, and they are really great guys, and it was fun to discuss stuff with them. I got a button, and there's a sticker on our <laughs> mic stand now from yes, them, too. it's on my mic stand. Yes, it is. <laughs> so, there's that. Like I said, definitely check that out. But we got a... I'm going to do the Star Wars thing first. Okay. So, we actually got some a Twitter message about our episode one... Our episode one <laughs> episode of the Star Wars special discussing the Phantom Menace. Yeah, way bit, back but but hey i mean you should definitely go listen to our backlog we got plenty of great yes. stuff so ellie yes. if you would um i guess we'll go with their twitter handle 
Okay. If, if, if you want us to go with your name, please, please let us know for the next time, but... Yes. So, at not underscore present 96. And he put, just listen to the Star Wars Episode 1 review show. And have you looked at the um, Qui-Gon Jinn Grey Jedi theory? And then he put, it really explains his non-Jedi-like behavior throughout the story and also why he wants to train Annie. Well, Ellie, have, have you looked into this at all? And I know you're kind of big on theories sometimes and other times you're not. I, I haven't really. All right. So the theory is, and I've, if I'm incorrect on this, please point it out. But I think mm-hmm. I know, I th- I've heard this before and it's something I have vaguely looked into. The theory is that Qui-Gon Jinn is more of a gray Jedi mm-hmm. than an actual Jedi. Like he, he kind of balances the force. He's, he's very in tune with the living force, which can both be light and dark. But that also kind of plays into the theory that maybe he was more of a true Jedi than the original ones, if the new, if my theory and everything holds up for the new movies. But I, I'm, I'm very interested in this. I think it's very cool. The only issue I have with it is two things. Okay. One, if they kept stuff in canon, there is the fact that, and this, I, I will give credit to our buddy Chet when he was on for our Star Wars non-canon discussion Mm -hmm. he pointed out the jedi apprentice books it is pointed out in there that his that qui-gon's previous apprentice turned to the dark side and i think that's interesting because if qui-gon trains kind of as a you know middle ground where it's like you know he trains with the living force there's potential there that you could have somebody turn to the dark because it's a tempting thing to do but since that's not canon we have to go by the in-canon explanation but as for the theory I, I tell you what, I actually discussed this with Chet after I got this message of possibly doing a Star Wars theories and kind of myths and stuff like that episode when we do, when there's more stuff out about The Last Jedi. Okay. That we would return to our theory chairs and discuss more stuff. And he said that he would be down to discuss stuff like this. So if there's any more stuff within the Star Wars universe that you want us to kind of delve into, we will do an extra episode. I don't know when. Right. Assume that if there has been a trailer released or more information released, then that will come out. But he said that he's down to do that. Like I said, thank you for putting that out there because that is very interesting, especially with the new stuff that's coming out about Grey Jedi. That <laughs> that maybe, I mean, it's kind of retroactive. I don't think this was planned out, but retroactively, it does fit. So thank you very much for that comment yes, and thanks thank for you. listening. Um, if you're we excited, appreciate it. if you're excited about a new Star Wars episode, we will have one out very shortly. Mm-hmm. So within the next uh, two weeks, maybe. Yeah. Maybe we'll definitely definitely by the end of the month. Definitely by the end of the month. So that's that comment. We also recently got a actually we got a review and a comment. I'm just gonna go with their Twitter handle, which is as we did before. Both eyes missing. So, Ellie, if you would not mind reading their five-star review. Yes. Um, Well, they put subbed and loving it. Um, That's the title. Right. And heard you all on the Secret Transmission podcast. Hi, guys. Yeah, thanks, Secret Transmission. (laughs) And now I am following you as well. You can find me at, and then both eyes missing on Twitter. Yes, and they messaged us on Twitter and gave me, me and you a few recommendations for stuff related to like secret transmission topics to check out and i have so thanks for that that's that's something a lot of fun i like looking into so thank you for that but they actually while we were doing the record actually tweeted at us so 
you're actually getting a very quick update on this, so timing is everything, but Ellie, <laughs> if you would. I 100% support a Metal Gear-focused podcast. Love Metal Gear. I pray that the Patriots do not really exist, but I feel like they do. And then... It would, be, it would make a great episode. Yes, um, so I'm assuming you're listening to our patriotic episode, because I believe that's, I think I've dropped other Metal Gear references, but I think that's the most heaviest one, was discussing the boss and stuff. Um, I'm, no offense to Ellie, I'm a bigger Metal Gear fan than she is. Oh, it doesn't mean I don't like it, though. Oh, but she she likes it. I've played all the games, and it's one of those things I'd love to do, and my only, only issue is Metal Gear's, like, mythos and lore is the most confusing thing in the world sometimes oh, to explain to fun, people it, it, it is yeah so maybe we'll, we'll work in a special at some point but it's definitely and something it'll be that, fun to have the little sound effects i yeah <laughs> i could probably put some sound effects yes. to that. so <laughs> and we could record it under a box wow you, you, you just really <laughs> went out there for the references didn't you i'm excited I think I it'll be fun. Okay, well, it's it's definitely something that's <laughs> possibly in the future. I don't know how quickly or how soon, but, mm-hmm. I mean, we can definitely work on getting a Metal Gear episode together. We just love, love, love when listeners give us ideas yes. and, and do this. So I'm super excited. Thank you so much. So definitely thanks for that. Thank yeah. you for, you know, giving us, you know, that, that, that idea and everything. Um, I think that, oh, 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 oh few things definitely check out our previous episode where we discuss the umbrella academy with phil rude that was actually a lot of fun to do yes, that and if you are if you are a fan of my terrible impressions that is definitely an episode oh, to tune into yeah um later this week we will be having a special that has been 20 years in the making <gasps> if you can fit it's it's recently had its 20 year anniversary <laughs> so if you can figure out what that is that will be later on this week and we are joined by a special guest ryan cody of the Yay! illustrious gentleman and my my patronus is a podcast yes my patronus is a podcast <laughs> it's a hard one to say sometimes it, it is a hard one to say quick but maybe that gave you a hint at what we will be discussing <laughs> that will be out later this week yes so definitely check out that. That is going to be our first discussion on that topic I think we've done. Mm-hmm. So definitely check out that. Star Wars will be out later, and I guess we will reveal now officially what our watch this is. We are doing Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Yay! We're doing the movie. I'm sorry. I know that I've read the books. I know there's a ton of people that are a fan of the books, but we're doing Maybe the we b- could do books another time. We could, we, yes, I think books another time yes. would be great, but since if you're paying attention to our episode numbers, yeah. after we're such dorks after this episode's 40 next one that's the one that we just discussed will be 41 Mm -hmm. so that would make next monday's episode 42 yes and if you know anything about hitchhiker's guide to the galaxy that answer to everything life universe everything 42 so we will be discussing the movie yeah there might be some mention of the books but if you want to watch the movie definitely check it out Mm -hmm. for book fans like we said if there is enough interest we might revisit it yeah discussing the books i have too. a really cool version of one of the books it's yes like, you do yes you, you do you, thank you, have you. The, you 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 have the art one i have the one that looks like yeah. that's like the it has like the golden leafed i i'm, I'm I, sorry I'm, I'm holding my hand like people can see what yeah, i'm doing yeah it's, people can see what you're doing but it's still cool no and mine has like the holographic cover and everything it's super <sighs> cool super cool maybe we'll take some pictures of our books and put them on instagram and 
Twitter. Speaking of which, what are some of the best ways to listen to us, Ellie? SoundCloud and Stitcher and... Tuned in tuned and Google, in. Google Play. You can also find us on iTunes. And if you're on iTunes, what do you do? Uh, well, <laughs> obviously, you give a five-star review. We greatly appreciate it. We'll read it on the podcast. Yes, please. You can also find us on Facebook, Zing This. Mm-hmm. You can find us on Twitter. Tweet, tweet. At Zingness. And tweet at us. I mean, if it's something that's that's relevant to something we could discuss on the show real quick, we'll, we definitely try to be good about responding to any tweets yeah. we get. Whether or if it's, you want to tweet at me, you can tweet at me personally. Yes, we both have our individual <laughs> Twitters. Ellie, 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 is in, <laughs> Ellie is in need of fans right now. She, she needs followers. I love to talk to people, so please, please send well, me why messages. Why, why don't you give me your Twitter handle? Yes, because I posted a really awesome picture of Larry Hama. He's so cool, and I have more stuff to come in the Dr. Whovians, the Whovians out there, but I just mm-hmm. haven't posted them yet, but at Firefly71777. That's three sevens yes. after the one. Yes. So please talk to me. I love to talk to people. So definitely check out Ellie and our own Twitter feed. Yes. And you can also find us on Instagram at Zing This Podcast. And if you go to our Instagram, I have the Among the Willows stuff in the description. I mean, in the thing for this. And I will have their information down in the description. So definitely check them out. And if you want to watch us play some games, you can go to Twitch. TV slash Zingness. You can go to Patreon.com if you want to help support the podcast. Once again, thank you to David Ginsburg, who is our newest Patreon Yay! subscriber. Thank you. And YouTube. You can search Zingness. And as we've mentioned before, if we can get 100 subscribers. It will be YouTube.com slash Zingness. Yes. We won't be YouTube.com slash nine seven eight two. I don't know what the actual. <laughs> it's, it's a ton of numbers and letters. <laughs> Yes, just saying so, this. And, but, and if you have um, any recommendations, comments. Or just want to get in touch with us. Yes, please email us at zingness at gmail.com. Finally, our sound guy is A.A.R.O.N. Yep. Check him out. And DJ Golden Boy. 89. Play us out. Bye, guys. <laughs>